and welcome to another episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast to coincide with the first day of the Iranian New Year and Nowruz festivities. However, we'll be discussing a very serious and heartbreaking issue that's been occurring in Iran over the past four months. The alarming biological and chemical attacks on young women, schoolgirls. This cruel and inhumane act is the Iranian regime's latest attempt to silence protests and the ongoing revolution led by young women and schoolgirls. In the last episode, we explained that the poisoning of young schoolgirls in Iran has been ongoing since November 2022. The attacks have taken place in 245 schools in 26 provinces across Iran, with over 13,000 students affected, 6,000 hospitalized, and tragically, an estimated four children have lost their lives. These figures have been announced by the health ministry officials and the regime's MPs. The Iranian regime's response to these attacks has been appalling. Instead of taking swift action to investigate and bring the perpetrators to justice, the regime has engaged in a campaign of denial, blaming foreign intelligence services for the attacks. The regime's inaction and attempts to cover up the attacks have left parents and families of the victims feeling helpless and scared for their children's safety. Now, some four months into this affair, the Iranian regime has finally claimed to have arrested some 130 culprits and discovered more than 10,000 similar poisonous bombs. But the story does not stop there. On the 18th of March, a report circulated on social media citing a leak by a member of the student staff of one of Tehran's best hospitals, who revealed that the Iranian regime is testing anti-riot chemical weapons on students to prepare for controlling and suppressing imminent protests in the future. The suffocating and nerve agent gases can ground protesters in the street and in the open air and cause them to be arrested more easily. The symptoms of the students admitted to hospitals across the country are similar. They feel dizzy, short of breath, suffocation, and numbness in their motor organs. Some students have also reported burning throat, eyes, and nausea. The compounds used in these attacks are based on basic gases like chlorine and cyanoarclic and other unknown compounds that stimulate nerves and cause temporary paralysis of organs and shortness of breath. Lungs, white and red blood cells, and the thyroid gland are affected by these agents. In the initial emergency measures for students who have inhaled the most amount of gas and need to be hospitalized, atropine drug was injected. But the authorities hid it from their parents so that the effects of the drug could be controlled and removed completely. According to the leaked information circulating on the Internet, the chemical substance, the formula of which was provided by Russia to the IRGC, 
is undergoing preliminary tests with the geographical extent of the attack on students. This is why the results of the blood tests of the poisoned students have been collected from hospitals in a confidential manner and placed at the disposal of the IRGC and Russia. These professional compounds trained by Russia are designed to evaporate completely, unlike chemical weapons. This means that they do not leave traces on surfaces, making it difficult to prove the crimes. If any traces are left, they're from side materials like a special smell or a simple catalyst or compounds. The carrier of these agents is a gas like the materials used in insecticides. Just recently, the UN Special Rapporteurs issued a statement in Geneva on the 16th of March, declaring that schoolgirls in Iran's major cities had been deliberately poisoned, and the Iranian government had failed to protect them, prevent further attacks, and conduct swift investigations. The poisonings have already resulted in hundreds of schoolgirls being hospitalized, and many parents have removed their daughters from school for fear of these attacks. The UN experts expressed grave concern about the physical and mental well-being of these schoolgirls, their parents, and their ability to enjoy their fundamental right to education. On the same day, the European Parliament also adopted a resolution denouncing the atrocious attempt to silence women and girls in Iran, expressing deep solidarity with the poisoned students and their families, the European Parliament resolution called for an independent investigation into the schoolgirl poisonings and for those responsible to be held accountable. The resolution also urged Iranian authorities to grant full access to the UN Independent International Fact-Finding Mission and the UN Special Rapporteur on the Situation of Human Rights in the Islamic Republic of Iran. In light of the concerning reports that the regime is testing anti-right chemical weapons on students, it is evident that the attacks on young women and schoolgirls are part of a larger plan to suppress future anti-regime protests. It is unacceptable for any government to use such cruel and inhumane tactics on its own people, especially on innocent schoolchildren. The international community should not tolerate these actions by the Iranian regime and should demand action. It's time for the Iranian regime to take responsibility for its actions and be held accountable for its crimes. The world must stand with the people of Iran, especially its women and girls, and support their demands for justice, freedom and democracy. For more information on the serial poisoning of schoolgirls in Iran and the biological terror attacks on young women, please visit our website, thewomen.ncr-iran.org. We'd be happy to receive your comments and views. Thank you for listening to this episode of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast. Our best wishes for happy days.